Hi. 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 <laughs> Hello. Hi. Hello. Hi. Uh, I wasn't sure how to start this, but I also wasn't sure if you were gonna log in now. So then I was, I kept going back to the thing, and then I got this email from a frozen custard place saying they had new merch, and then I looked at their merch, and they had really nice sweatshirts. But it's a frozen custard place, so I don't know why I did that. Because um, frozen custard is delicious. There's no reason why you shouldn't. <laughs> but why? Okay. Uh, <laughs> the podcast doesn't have an intro, really, but could you please say your name in the way that I won't say it so that I can say it that way so that I don't say it in this silly way first? <laughs> Only if you properly, and by properly, I mean, like, also pronounce your name for me. Okay, fair enough. Fair deal. Cool. Hi, y'all. I'm Ireri. Uh, I-R-E-R-I. That's a palindrome, forwards and backwards. Um, if y'all have listened to the episode with John, I'm his wife. <laughs> uh, Hater, how do you pronounce your name in, like, okay, your, so, your native? <laughs> so it's it's Heather. Heather. Yeah, like Heather, but it's it's exactly how you said it. So, yes, like cool. Heather. Yeah, it's sweet nice that was a quick one it was <laughs> um but um i don't know i i feel like the name thing is important because i noticed that like i guess after my recent like delve into being colonized or realizing that i still embodied um uh, parts of that of my people's history that part of their history i've started realizing that not being called by your actual name is a it's like a daily thing it's not yeah. just like it's not a benign like oh yeah they can't say it it's it accumulates else. yeah as someone with the also super unique name i definitely grew up disliking it i grew up in a predominantly white space uh north like Eastern Indiana, mid, mid Indiana. Um, and it wasn't until I want to say like later in college that I finally also started realizing and feeling it to my core, like, Oh, I'm not irary or irary. Like that feels so gross to me now, but I grew up that way. Um, my parents would come to school and ask for Ireri and they'd be like, who, who are you looking for? Um, <laughs> and my parents would always be like why don't you teach them how to say your name <laughs> so to which I would yeah go ahead okay so wait so when you so are your <laughs> even though you were raised in this white space that you mentioned and when we say white we can just even like it could be other people who aren't white even not saying your name but your parents are not white in any way I mean are they? Yeah. My mom is very they pale. They're not. My mom well, is very I mean... pale. <laughs> so, like, I still... What's the word? Not um, not phonetically, that... physiologically, whatever word I'm that... trying to... <laughs> now it's awkward. because No, it's not. <laughs> into the shades of th things that are... Not... Oh, I guess we aren't things where people... People are things. Anyway, never mind. Very controversial. <laughs> no, um... Absolutely not. It's part of daily life none of that is awkward it's just so, something to be acknowledged um, so, my parents aren't white they're both mexican 
So then your name is Mexican as Hispanic, um, Spanish, or is it not? It is not. Where is your name from? It is from what is now known as Michoacan. It's a state in Mexico. It's where my dad's family is from in that region. And it's the indigenous language of the Purepecha people. Um, and its meaning is water or life. And it was the name of like a princess or a queen. Okay, now we're getting... So is the... I was basically looking for the quickest way to talk about your witchery. <laughs> we're in it. We're always and, in it. <laughs> and that was, I was like, I can't, I didn't want to start by just yelling, witch, witch. Oh, no. But you I know thought... what's so perfect is literally you texted me and uh, said, is it too late? And I, literally, I mean, like, it was perfect divine timing because I had just put out my moon water. My crystals had just, like, cleansed my home. Um, with like the last bit of this um, mix that I had been given by a curandero and I had just like cleaned my altar. I had just mourned my my fish and cleaned his tank. He, he died last week um, and I am probably going to be smoking a bowl as we speak throughout and it's going to be this full moon priestess herb mix because <laughs> it's a full moon today. Happy full moon in Gemini. Um, so no, it's literally always with me. There's no way around it. That's why the first time I asked you, let me know what bruja ingredients I got to get together for this mystic ritual that we're doing. <laughs> My brain is right now having like a, it's a weird thing that's happening, but it's similar. I feel like, and this isn't obviously, you're an entirely different embodiment of the universe in a human's body. But, like, the frequency of this conversation is very similar to when I talked to John, and I'm a little scared. Don't like, be. Dude, no, that's it's to be so good. It's so good, but I just didn't know it was... I un it's like I understand everything. In, like, a few... Like, in almost 60 seconds, like, the feeling... And people probably won't know what I'm talking about, but it's like, we've never met in person, but I've spent this too much time... This is the first time, time we're talking... Time. Yes, it's uh, very confusing. Don't, don't no, be scared I like of it. it. It's okay. Oh, good, good. It's I was just, like, don't be scared of it because no, that's how but, I feel whenever he talks about you. It's like, but it's creepy. It's like, uh, yeah. <laughs> it's not creepy. I guess it's further proof of the whole, like everything you're, oh, this is going to, I have so many. Do it. Go there. Okay. Do it. So you said. <laughs> You said moon water, crystals, used a lot of words that other people use that I now, after many years of like exploring the subject, and when I say the subject, I mean anything that, I guess the non-physical side of stuff, it seems like there are people who just say things, like they will literally oh, say absolutely. words and do stuff, and it looks like something's happening, but then once you actually start feeling the energy and you realize what it is and you can see it, then you realize half of them are just empty actions. And it's like a scary world to live in because you're, you're a part of it. Because if you use those words, people think you're a part of that group anyway. Like, even if you're like, say it's part of your like ancient, your 
great, great, super great grandmother was probably doing something similar to what you're doing. But if someone didn't know that, or I guess people assume that maybe like, oh, she saw that on TikTok. Maybe she, maybe she's, which is fine. It's a good thing. But I just think there's like. The connotations are hard. It's Yes, and that that's kind of why I even I mentioned to John, I was like, and this is a segue from the frequency being similar, but I mentioned that I was like uh, nervous to talk to you or maybe I didn't even actually message it because I didn't want him to think like I'm scared in a bad way. But mm-hmm. it was because, and this is going to sound weird. Do it. Because you're an actual witch. Ah. <laughs> I've been around the the fake ones and the real ones and the difference in like what you're and when I say this again people are like oh you're like it's not you're not deifying someone who's actually a witch but they're not really a conventional human once they cross over to the side of practicing like for more than a week I guess like can it's I share like, when I crossed over into practice like deeply please do it was actually Jonathan, um, and it was a very small oh, moment. So good. It was. It was. Oh my god! We're we're just gonna jump in, dude. Like, there's nothing weird here. Let's just set that precedent. Yeah. I'm so excited. Um, <laughs> um, essentially, my family kind of grew up teaching me, like, or not teaching me, but just steeped in like indigenous practices. Like, I remember when we would go camping, it was to go in the woods and like do release rituals of some sort. And um, I remember like sitting in a circle and like passing around a fucking tobacco pipe, you know? And I was like, what, seven? Um, And obviously they named me an indigenous name. Like they've had connection, even if if it might not be, like you said, like my great grandmother was doing this. I don't know. I don't know if she was, Um, but all that to say, I grew up in it. There was a personal trauma incident with the leader of who we were with and me. And um, that happened when I was like 12, like the the breakup of it all, if you will. And uh, my parents ran back to the Catholic church, like a safety community, what have you and what they needed in that moment. There's no judgment there. Wait, of Um, course, of course, there we're not. And if I ask a question right now, it's like further the. So this, so you're saying that there was like, there was this group that you were part of that you were like, uh, what would you say there? Like you were aware that it was like a spiritual group. Is that what you were talking about? Or where the, like the, the trauma from the person came from? Or how is this person in the, in a leader position? Or was. Wait. Did you disconnect? Maybe you got a phone call. Nope. Are we back? Yes. Oh, I have to keep my phone on. Understood. Jonathan had mentioned that. Thank you. Um, My bad. So, you are correct in everything that you are saying. Okay. Yes. So, the chapters can be broken up into... Um, spiritual time with the spiritual group Um, something comes to light between me and this leader 
and then everything dissolves. My parents go back to the Catholic church and I sort of stayed away from anything spiritual for a long time. I didn't ignore it, but I just wasn't deep in it. It was more in my periphery. I was always following my intuition and following breadcrumbs is what I realized. So when people ask, like, did you have an awakening? Not really. <laughs> it's just been there. And it wasn't until finally like getting together with Jonathan, even a few years in of us being married, um, he finally just one day looked at me and said, you know, it's okay that you're into this stuff. Like, you don't need my permission, but it's cool with me. Cause I always knew it wasn't his thing. Um, so I think I held back a little bit there. And once he sort of gave me that permission outside of myself, I felt that permission within myself. And it was during COVID that I feel like I started just diving in and meditating and reading tarot and just being with my plants. I don't know. It just, that permission really allowed me to unlock and like remember this part of myself. No, this is, that's really interesting because I feel like it could be misconstrued as some form of like, like a patriarchal control thing that right. had to be released from. But right. I think what that's interesting that you felt like you needed affirmation from. So I guess, I guess, would you, could you describe, and this is like probably for other people, because I feel like weird, not weirdly, but most practitioners of esoteric or non-physical tradition or whatever you want to call it, they seem to be non-biologically male people. I don't know how to talk about humans anymore. Uh, That's okay. (laughs) um, And then their male counterpart or the males around them seem to not really take the subject seriously. So I think when you say you got permission, do you mean that you needed someone who was in your like inner circle to tell you that there was nothing wrong with pursuing this knowledge or that? Yeah, I don't think it had to do much with gender. I think it had more to do with this person who is very, who's like my beloved telling me it's okay to be you because that's something that I've been on a journey with and still am. Um, You know, like, just that reminder, like, it's okay to be who you are, truly, authentically, whatever the fuck that word means to, um, intentionally, fully, you know, like, don't be afraid of being perceived as anything outside of yourself, because you're just being true to yourself. And, and okay, so, and this is obviously, you can answer as much as you want, or as little, but when, since this happened a few years into your relationship, do you think obviously not into your relationship but into being married but that doesn't I don't mean (laughs) that I don't mean that 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 matters but do you think that prior to getting that permission and practicing even though you were were you being a hundred percent yourself or were you still like were you not totally yourself or were you just not totally practicing like was the rest of you yourself and you weren't okay no I think to that end I was never not fully being myself I was just still and forever will be furthering my understanding of myself and furthering how I present how I exist 
you know, it didn't have much to do with me hiding parts of myself or denying myself. It was just more so I was still remembering and rediscovering those things. And what's crazy with me and Jonathan is that our relationship has been our marriage because we got so, we met and we got married. Like there's no, (laughs) there's nothing in between really, you know? How much time was there between the time you guys met and got married? A month. And how did you, what would you say? Because I've, I don't know if you heard the episode with John, but we talked about Of course. And this is like one of those things that I'm starting to have different opinions about after hearing other people's stories, like about how they meet the person they spend the next 50 years with. Mm -hmm. There's not, everyone isn't always super sure. Everyone, sometimes people have a strong feeling, but they don't know what the feeling is. Sometimes I've heard of people like dumping the person that they end up marrying and like dating their cousin. And then mm-hmm. thought, and I'm like, what did you do? Like, what kind of idiot are you? And then, Everybody's learning, though. So let's... Yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> and then when I hear these stories, I start, I start wondering, like, were you sure from the first time you met John that he was your, he was, I don't know. I don't know what the right word is. Person. I, yes, Human. because my face <laughs> got tingly and warm. And I was like, ah, oh, John. John was here. Is he here? In always. <laughs> true, true. John is here. You now I'm scared that this is just John with a voice changer. What if it but is? You better not be doing it. could <laughs> easily be. You guys could easily do that. It's, it's very on brand for you guys. You're right. Uh, so so I guess how and I guess the reason I asked these for the micro breakdown of these feelings is it might help someone else who like meets their John or their (laughs) I'm here for all the pronunciations don't Uh, don't get that twisted I love all of them (laughs) no just say just say it one more time (laughs) can you can you roll your r's at all I can, but when I said your I can, yes. Good. Okay, good. It's just a very <laughs> short, it's a very short rolled R. Very, very, it's almost like a D. It's more right, dental. We'll, we'll do we'll this. We'll get back to it. <laughs> we'll do this off air sometimes. Yeah. This is not that kind of show. This is not NPR. This is not, we're not going to do this. All right. We're not. <laughs> Even though everyone jokingly brings up Joe Rogan. And I'm like, can you just compare me to anyone else? Just yes. bring up Duncan any Trussell, human. East any, Forest. Any human. Just I got them human. right there. These are two people you remind me of when I do listen. Um, Duncan Trussell and East Forest sometimes, are the two that come to mind. Sometimes I feel like Duncan Trussell is lying to us. And he's secretly... It's possible. <laughs> like, I think he's... Like, you know how he acts like he doesn't meditate? Uh-huh. Like he's always saying like oh i suck at meditating i can only i think he i can i can only sit still for like five minutes before yeah, my body's on he, fire that's not true i don't think that's true at all i think it's his like it's like a, a way for him to make people feel better so they can meditate which i respect but i'm almost 700 percent sure that he <laughs> meditates for hours i know for a fact it's weird <laughs> 
I'm this is an accusation, I guess, because it all is. the all the Dharma Moon people and the Ramdas people, they all hang out together and you can Dude, much he goes fun. to these retreats and shit. Like how's he not gonna participate yeah, in the activities has, which yeah. include meditation? You're right. <laughs> and it's just like you can tell then that the listeners, which like I'm part of, are some of them are mostly comedy fans because they still believe that this man is bad at meditating and has low impulse control when he's literally in the lineage of like of actual meditation teachers that go back thousands of years. Now he's in part of that lineage and we're acting like we're I, I, I'm not against someone using like, you know, like having a persona that they need to yeah, or like but, a gimmick or something. Yeah, but it's funny. That's how yeah. Like, I would just, I, if I was him, I would just admit, like, yeah, actually, guys, I got over that, like, six years ago, but. Like, maybe he's in it for the long con. One of these, like, 20 years in. Like Liver King. <laughs> Did you hear about Liver King? Jonathan told me about Liver King. Uh, <laughs> expected. Expected. Um, where wait, were we before? Wait, you didn't think that you could get like that from eating livers? Look. I tried hardcore for a month <laughs> and I just threw up every other day. I, I developed terrible, terrible. No, I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, <laughs> I did try it. I'm respect. ashamed of my, Mad respect. Ashamed Don't, of no, myself. no, no shame. You tried it. Honestly, good for you. I was frying. I'm glad letters. you learned. I was I'm glad you learned. <laughs> okay. We were talking about how you felt when you met John. It was a deep intuitive knowing. I don't know how else to describe it. Um, what did, did you know what you knew or did you feel the feeling? Like you didn't know what it was, but you had it. It was just a, I don't know, just a deep, deep feeling of like, oh shit, I think this is the person or this is a path. You know, this is like, I can sense how deep this path goes is what it was. Okay, and... and- it okay. was like the universe was like, do you want to jump in or not? Okay, wait. So now when okay, so let's break it down even more. I know it's annoying. Yeah. It's like it's not. Sports I love so this shit. When you, saw him, <laughs> when you saw John, is that when the feeling started? Because you had all broken. <laughs> so it's like it's like we... what part of when does it when did it happen? So that people can know like what's happening when for themselves we actually literally went back to boiler room which is where we met um to go take pictures because they suddenly closed it down like last week um so i remember i got there first we'd only talked on tinder before this and i was sitting right next to the door and i saw him come in but i didn't know if that was him um so i looked at him and i remember thinking huh he's really cute I kind of hope that's him. And then I saw him just beeline it to the bathroom or just all the way to the back. And so I said, oh, maybe that's not him. Oh, well, you know, like I very much surrendered in that moment of like, ooh, something I kind of desire. Cool. Oh, no. Surrender. Oh, well. And I just continued sitting. And then he came up and I was like, oh, shit, it is you. Fuck. And the moment that I really remember the feeling sinking in more was when we sat down and just started talking. 
like people usually introduce themselves like hi hello how are you my name is you know um we never did that we literally like just sat across from each other and just started talking about the food about how's your day it was like we'd talked before it was like it was just picking up where a conversation left off and so I think that's not exactly when I knew because obviously I'm still meeting this person but that was at like 7 p.m on a Thursday night and we stayed up and like just went around and did different things in a wicker park until like three in the morning <laughs> that's... and I think by the end of that night when he surprise kissed me I thought I wasn't gonna get a kiss um <laughs> surprise turns around and kissed me in the car before we leave I was like oh fuck this is this is too deep I'm in too deep <laughs> and this is night one <laughs> like oh shit okay I'm on I'm on board for the ride wherever this goes. And then and then from there did you because okay, this is this is a very intense story because like most people are like listening to it and are the the general earth attitude is that oh well she doesn't know cuz she's in the beginning of her marriage. But people are weird. That's just a weird way to think. Like, I think you and John are going to be together for 9,000 million lifetimes till the end of reality. But, <laughs> I think but, we've been together for 9,000 million lifetimes. <laughs> Bob, that's the only way you would be. So, so, yeah, I think, and it's weird. Even I feel like, I, I don't know how your guy's relationship, your relationship, I don't know how it affects me. I don't understand, but it does somehow. It's like, it's literally magic. I don't understand. It's very... We are just send y'all a lot of love. Wait, are Truly. you going to tell me the secrets of how you manifested Biscuit? Oh my God, yes. And also the secrets of how I manifested John. Jonathan. Okay. It's weird in my mouth to call him John. Jonathan. Okay, um, let, let's, let's start with, the, with how you manifested. Wait, do you call him Jonathan? I do. Okay, then I will call him Jonathan. You can call him whatever you want. I'm That's sure so you can call- have many sweet names wait, for each other. <laughs> wait, you call him, you actually say, Jonathan, shall yes. we watch the new season of Downton Abbey? Yes. How uh, do you know I love Downton Abbey? Do you? Did you see that movie? <laughs> I haven't. That's the one thing I haven't seen. We'll get to that. <laughs> I saw it in theaters. Did you really? Flex. Was it good? Uh, It was pretty good. There was like some twists. There was... That's pretty good. I didn't. Okay. I was disappointing, disappointed because I didn't get any popcorn because I was very brokeish oh. at the time, and I went with someone and their mother, and then I didn't know how to act in front of her mom because they're older white ladies and they're watching like a thing about British aristocracy. So I didn't know like there's already a stuffiness in the room. Yeah, <laughs> I sense I it. I, I didn't know. <laughs> I'm not good at reading the room and when I but anyway. That's fine. Anyway. Um, I remember I was dating at the time and it was like I had finally just like written down like four things that I was looking for in a person. Seriously, like four or five things. Just like kindness, intelligence, funny, like truly basic as shit in like a note on my phone. And lo and behold, like Jonathan pops up. <laughs> that was it. That's all it took. 
how soon after okay so wait let's talk about it what what was the context of you writing this down like did you just like was I there... had been frustrated with dating and not frustrated like oh I'm tired of it but just like annoyed just like yo this takes effort I'm tired like everybody's nice but nobody's the a good fit you know nobody's worth me investing my energy the way that I want to invest my energy so far nobody so far right okay so uh, just so I'm like this isn't for me because I no, absolutely. I'm very bad at dating and like it's my I will 100 100% say that it's my the thing I want to be good at and have always been the worst at in my entire life I'd say like it seems so when when you say that you're you were dating and people weren't worth investing time in would you say that what was the feeling like what was the adjective you'd put with how you felt while you were dating these or exploring your options because other people feel like from what i've heard and from a lot of my meditation clients people feel like the process of finding the right person is supposed to be like light and airy almost like it's very like it's like like it's a path littered with roses maybe no i feel like it can feel that way in retrospect because once you find the person you're like oh shit this is joy this is you know i see what i was looking for and why nothing else felt right i really base it on a lot of feelings you know like i could see everybody's humanness i could be compassionate to anybody i could see how i could end up in any relationship people pleasing you know just for the sake of having companionship but at the time that's not what i was looking for and I wasn't looking for forever and, either. And and wait, 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 wait. Yes. Sorry for interrupting. When you Not say when you say you weren't looking for something, whether it's like forever or just companionship, now that you're you practice more, and I guess you things are different seemingly. <laughs> do you think that you can choose what you're looking for in the? Like, could you have somehow not found John? Or do you think the, the divine mother willed it in a larger sense? She's like, oh, you guys can't be apart any longer. So like, or did you have to write the things on the paper? And if you hadn't, would like, how do you feel about that? I like that question. I sincerely feel that one way or another, I would have ended up running to John, um, running into Jonathan. Um, it's like, to me, the people that you meet and that you spend the time with and invest in are like, you're just swirling around each other, you know? And there's many ways you can miss that exit or miss that opportunity, of course, always. So I guess that's why with Jonathan, like once I had that feeling of just like in my gut telling me, take this path. I just we just went for it. I think that's why there was no question. And do you feel like do you feel like that level of I guess okay, at the sake of putting an adjective out there that's very loaded, which is which is innocent. Obviously there's n there's no innocence seemingly in an adult human today. Like it's it's a very to some people but to me i meant in terms of intention 
if someone is seeking out like Mm. healthy companionship and their intention is that they want to be in something healthy and happy and kind of experience what you're describing having with John do you think that just having the intention is enough and do you think that they'll then if they truly aren't just settling for companionship or trying to please someone then if they have the intention of finding the true thing when they feel when they see it they'll know it or do they have to do more work besides that I think there's always more work besides that you can intention all you want but if you're not doing your part for yourself if that makes sense like if you're not I remember at that time when I was dating I felt very clear and I enjoyed dating because it's like interviews it's like and I'm I'm a Scorpio I like to jump in get deep tell me your deepest darkest secrets let's go I will tell you mine you know like let's let's get into it I'm not here for the chitty chatty surface level nitty gritty I want to know who you are at your core because that's who I care about you know okay um I remember at that time what I liked was because or what I was doing was a lot of self-work I was just very focused on cool regardless of who's with me I'm gonna keep doing what I need to do for myself so I think that's that other part of the work and then the other is like you said just being open setting that intention of like I want a healthy relationship in whatever form that comes I think is it's a mixture of working on yourself and working on yourself in a compassionate way let's state that not in a molding yourself to be whatever harshness judgment you know I think carrying that compassion throughout that understanding throughout of like this is who I am this is what I'm looking for and this is what I'm open to I think that really sets you up to be able to feel whatever is right for you you know I think those are those opportunities everything that comes to you will meet you at the level that you are at so I guess if I don't know if I'm making sense no 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 it's (laughs) I have another question about that. So would you say that like, let's say maybe before you started that self-work or before you realized that no matter who you were with or what was happening in your life, you had to continue to do the things you had to do to progress on your own path. Mm-hmm. Do you think that there was a time in your life where you didn't know that or have you always known that? To a certain degree, I've always known that. I think everybody knows that, but it's about remembering. Right. But oh, I guess. there's been many times where I was not in that space. There's There was many, much more time before that, that that's not what my focus was. That's not where I was mentally, physically, and, spiritually. So, and now that you're on the other side where you, you know what's good with the sounds word, but you know what's good for you. <laughs> now that you know, can you, do you think you could go back to the other way? I can't go back, but... I continue to learn. Okay, so you can sense? so you can go deeper and f- in different directions, but you can't go backwards to not doing what's good for you anymore. N- not that, because you can always like. Well, I mean, intentionally, I guess. I mean, do you feel like you would intentionally now you can go in the direction of self sabotage, or do you think it would be accidental? That's what I was trying to get at. You can always go in the direction of self-sabotage, no matter how high you are, no matter how much you meditate. Like, you can always self-sabotage, intentionally or unintentionally. 
that's true too so that's why I, I was like having yeah that was my that's hang true. up with that question that's true I guess what I'm wondering is do you think that there's okay I have a better way to phrase it are mm-hmm. you safer now for yourself like let's say you were your Ooh. own baby and mm-hmm. are you safer for your own baby self to be raised by like a million for- percent okay and, and how sorry no i love that i love how you phrase that that's all so how would we get if we were trying to tell someone else about the difference between the other way of being where you would seem to not care about your like yourself or your baby self and do like things that are maybe not for your own destiny and then the way you are now is there like a because if i describe it and i feel Mm -hmm. like there's a lot of guys with beards who tell people how to be and but that's who's been telling people how to be for a long time but not for the longest time like actually like obviously mothers have been and at the sake of putting you in a maternal position for me um, but like (laughs) how could what would you say to like it other other women or even other men who are anyone any the gender bipolarity i'm sorry everyone everyone (laughs) i'm i'm aging up and i'm trying to work on my brain okay i'm 31 now so i'm basically a boomer damn dude you're ancient i'm just kidding i'm just kidding you know what's crazy (laughs) i I don't know how old is john now because he's 20 no we're 29 i just turned 29 he's 29 he's he's 29 no he's yeah he's 29 and a half (laughs) that's right (laughs) I'm, i'm disgusted that i met john when he was 17 i don't know what that means it really freaks me out. Like, you were meant to meet. Don't he question. He was so young. <laughs> he was so. If it was like, it was like, you. This is gonna sound so funny. I've never told him this, but like, when I was growing up in Pakistan and I first saw Fall Out Boy on TV, I was uh-huh. like, "Whoa, these are like cool white kids. Like they don't seem like jocks. This is cool." And then. Then I see John with like the skinniest jeans. Oh my like god, he was a scene king! Oh my god, and, yes. And I'm like, whoa, this this is this is a cool this is the cool part of America. I got here like, yes. way later, but he's pretty cool. Like, who is this kid? And then I realized that I was like way older than him. And I'm thinking, and then I was like, just snap out of it. Like, you have to teach my head stuff. Like. He's not cool. He's a high schooler. (laughs) But he had like super long hair and he kind of was like so aloof. He was so like, he didn't talk at all. I was like, wait, this kid's like too, like he's way cooler than me because he's not even speaking. Like his hair is so long and he's ignoring me and he just is in in a fight gym and doesn't care about anything. Like he was like, and then as, <laughs> as I knew him more, he just, like, he fully, he leaned into, like, I'm, like, he seems like a rock star. Like, he it's is. a weird, he is, but, like, from the beginning, like, he would, like, <laughs> just, just, so everything. just the giant sunglasses <laughs> all the time when he'd be. If if John had like smoked 
he would wear sunglasses and he thought I didn't know and I would never say anything because I was too awkward at the time to say anything. You know, it's so funny. I'm wearing sunglasses right now, but they're heart-shaped. He literally gave them to me yesterday. Are you inside the house? <laughs> I am inside the house. Yeah. <laughs> they're clear blue, so, like, I can see it just tints everything blue. Wait. He got me a bunch of colorful ones because that's what I'm into right now. It's, like, Wait. color therapy. Wait. Yes. I, I have the blue heart glasses. Do you really? Yes. I literally just picked these randomly today. I have a picture of me and them, and then I showed it oh, to Oh, that's Zander. lovely. I showed Xander, though, and I didn't have a beard in the picture, and he said, what were you? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, my God. I Can I can I briefly request a episode with Xander on it? I'm just saying, he's he just seems yep. like a brilliant, wisdom-like, filled little yes, but, human. But I have yeah. to figure out some way to get him to just talk for an hour. Like some... That's what, I mean, make it shorter. Adjust to, to him. You know, like whatever he wants to bless us with. <laughs> maybe, maybe I take him to lunch and record him while he's eating. So then he'll be... I'll bribe him with food. Maybe just but, do like rapid-fire questions. Like, oh, go. Anyway, happy but, belated birthday. He's a gem of a human so, somehow he's 11 i don't but also oh that's such I, a good number <laughs> I, I know this is weird but we were i was talking about john being a cool 17 year old but it's oh like, yeah it's kind of weird that when like i basically have morphed into like my own version of john like with my with my Are we all just our own our own versions of john <laughs> <laughs> that's why he's everywhere <laughs> yes i'm like i feel like right now i'm i i want to be 20 i want to be 2014 rugby john that's the shape i'm trying to get in but i want to have the beard and kindness of 2023 john which is next year's john so damn you you're booking the models in advance i like that <laughs> well well we're <laughs> If we're talking about the scale of Johnness, like there's so much Jonathanness, so much. There's so many facets. There's the he likes too many things. He knows about every like random things. So you he's can't... a Gemini man, the... of course. I'm trying to. We could. Oh, we should. Uh, you know what would be cool when we're independently wealthy there should be a line of john action figures and they should do all the different things he does like a drummer john oh my god uh, yes they oh it would be so good i love this <laughs> or yeah i don't know going back to cool 17 year old jonathan yes i don't i don't know why i needed to mention that but it was just like it's funny to me that i met him so long ago and I can feel the way he shaped my personality without realizing it by just like repetitive interactions. Mm -hmm. Some of them are so <laughs> ridiculous that like when I tell anyone else that this interaction happened, they ask if there were drugs involved. And I say, no, I was completely sober at the time. And John was maybe he had smoked at some point in the day, but our hangouts would be for six or seven hours and he wouldn't smoke during that at least. So it was just like, it was a very strange dynamic being like a 21-year-old father and then John being his, I guess he's two years younger than me. So I guess he was 19. And it was a strange dynamic and I didn't realize how much it affected my life. And now that I've spoken to you, 
I'm confused at how I feel like I know you already, but I don't actually know the details, but like, I'm just, it's all, it's very full circle, which is creepy, not creepy, but you know, it feels like when anything happens that proves anything, you feel a sense of victory almost, I guess. Yeah, I get that. Like the sense of like completion. Okay, I have a serious question. How many, how many people are against your witchery? I don't know. I don't talk to those people. <laughs> I, don't, I don't face... I have... So no one in your immediate circle has been opposed to like you... Oh, they don't think you're opening portals to hell or anything. I mean, maybe. But then I like face them with kindness and they go, oh, I guess. <laughs> it's cool. <laughs> um, yeah, no, nobody's like directly... And I'm not like throwing it at people either it's just like part of my being at this point um like if we smoke a bowl together i'll probably blow smoke in like the four directions and you won't even notice you know okay so then you would say that you're interacting with so if if you're interacting with the universe at large like on an unseen Mm -hmm. level when you're smoking a bowl, then you would say that the same at this. And again, I'm not trying to like people get offended by this particular example, but I mean, even something like going to the bathroom would then technically be somewhat divine because it's rooted in the same like structure and system that everything else that's divine is in. Yes. Agreed. You are releasing something. You could intention that. You could not. You could just let it be. It could be whatever it needs to be to you in that moment. You know? So then, so then I guess, do you think that people, especially, I guess, I, I don't know why I'm always like, okay, so first I'm glad you're on the podcast because I guess I, now I'm so beaten by political correctness because i love people and i don't want to hurt anyone so as far as i'm aware you your pronouns are her and she correct i do she they she they both are very comfortable she they like i am predominantly a she her okay femme you know okay so then i'm i'm happy to have you on the podcast not just because like oh it's a it's a woman but because i feel a not a social responsibility but i feel like there's been some kind of spiritual rapture in or fracture would be the better word in human history where women were removed from it i'm not i don't think they weren't there i think they were there actively participating whether it's like the time of christ whether it's islam whether it's like uh, Buddhism, Hinduism mm-hmm. well in Hinduism I guess they left some of the women in there but there's some weird sinister force that's go- that's been like it's seemingly it. the avatars are seemingly male so they're physically stronger and they seem to be doing some type of removal of women from history and this has really started hitting strongly with me when I'm look when I'm looking at the women in my own family and how maybe in 
their abusive relationships or other strange paradigms, I've watched men try to erase women from history, whether it's their own history or literally or in a figurative sense. And I feel like in this case, I'm trying to reverse, like I'm trying to put a marker here off you, of your existence. So, so I guess, so I guess the reason I, so what I was trying to get to was, I was going to ask a women related question, like what should women do? But I'm realizing that I don't need to phrase the questions like that. But if I do, you should know that that's where it's coming from. Like some, like a concerted effort to create that energy. It's not like accidental. I'm not just like, I would like to have you on over and over again to create like just airtime for you to say anything you want. <laughs> because it's necessary, I think. To that respect, I really appreciate you explaining everything of where it's coming from. I would take no offense to that, but I see how. And you are just completely correct. Like like you said, in just every aspect, women have always been there. Women have been, if anything, and women being a umbrella term, I'm not, you know, like, <sighs> anybody who identifies as women or femme, that, you know, um, energy more than anything not gender, not genitals, just energy. And everybody has that divine feminine energy. And you have no idea how much it means to see you doing that work, to bring that divine feminine voice back up. Because it's, like you said, reversing, but it's just remembering. It's all it is, it's remembering. Um, I actually just finished a course called Conscious Moonstration. So it's all about bleeding um, and just the phases of the, the cycles. I'm just going to say in general, the cycles. Um, no, I... One of the things that we, we learned was like down to agricultural things. Like we women would like <laughs> bathe the seeds that we would put in the earth with like their menstrual blood to help fertilize, you know? So like, that's literally down to growing the food to timekeeping, you know, like most calendars around the world that first started are based on the lunar calendar, which is just the, the menstrual cycle as a whole. Um, all these things that we, that were just like basics of how we've created civilizations, right? Were fronted by women. And, and it's, it's interesting to me that now, like, so I obviously can't speak much on the subject, no matter how much knowledge I have, because I feel it's, it's like it's inappropriate. It's like when white people talk to someone about, like, white supremacy. It's like, yes, I know you but know, you, but don't say it. You have such a heightened awareness of that, that yeah. it doesn't feel that way. But okay, I understand but what you're saying. Yes, I just, I guess what I'm getting at is, the way like just this like you saying that about the seeds it's important and the more women that know that i feel like so i guess i'll i'll put like like my my former partners um the person i'm currently with like a 
there's this thing that happens and I'm not saying it doesn't firstly I can't imagine how horrible it feels physically like the pain aspect the cramps all of that I'm not I'm not here to understand that because I can't but there's some element of like a patriarchal conditioning of what being what uh bleeding is what menstrual blood is what the whole thing is because it's like a it's treated like it's an attack like like you're under assault and you need to take medicine to prevent it and keep working like some type of like a mule almost and Mm -hmm. then and then I hear from like older women who are like say they're not they're not menopausal yet but they're about to be but perimenopausal yes Mm-hmm. There you go. Thank you. They've and they talk to me about it. And if they're and the meditating, like the class leads to them speak up, speaking about it. But then they say stuff like, oh, well, it's always been horrible for me. And it's always going to be horrible for me. I used to take my doll, uh-huh. but that did nothing. And it's like I'm thinking like how <laughs> I spent three, three and a half decades like this where or like four decades where someone is saying like making you feel like this isn't spiritual like it's a purely like a physical deformity almost like yeah, oh it sucks to be treated a like a sickness and it's not you know right well like what but how did it because even growing up in pakistan i know that girls aren't it's definitely not a thing to be proud of like over there like a hundred two hundred percent know that you don't even and but then when like when my sister would be on her period it would be like she was not offered any kind of like healthy respite but rather unhealthy respite like unhealthy foods like isolation which is good when the person needs it of course but when it becomes a ritualistic like like running away from your divine nature it scares me like it seems like someone's tricking even little girls into like being afraid of their own like it's a few it's a few days and it's a holy thing it's not like you don't get a disease for one like once a month right no it's definitely is the word mired yeah mired in shame because patriarchy that's really it <laughs> when? when always when did I don't... they freaking start like how oh it was back? it's it's the differences that was explained to me in the course was like the societies that had an, a benign worldview so meaning they had a more interconnected understanding of us and this earth you know and at that point you respect the earth you respect yourself that simple because you see the interconnectedness of everything there's no question of everything is neutral you know there's no good bad there's no shame essentially in a benign worldview. So it was when we switched over to a non-neutral, non-benign worldview, AKA basically most patriarchal societies. um, That's when I think the shame really started to be a form of control. My brain is going in so many like weird directions because I'm just like, I get since the whole, I basically had a, a, a native woman tell me while I was driving Lyft that I'm decolonizing myself and in that That's moment what it is. yeah but in the moment when it happened my whole brain like exploded and that was like a year ago maybe hey. and now 
And now it's still like hearing you say things and knowing that you're, I have a lot of like older women who I speak to who are meditation teachers or who like, they'll read my writing and say like, oh yeah, you're so right. But then I feel like people your age, I don't really get to speak to about someone just ran by the window. That was terrifying. Oh God. It was scary. Um, but yeah, it's just nice to know that like someone else sees how not just obviously you see your own plight, like your own, like your own people's, I understand your own gender's plight. But in this case, it's more like it's a very, con- concern- it's like a conscious effort. Like it's not even, mm. it keeps going. Like even if you look at like mainstream depictions of periods and or like the like the cycle and like network television and netflix shows like even so you can look at as specialized as like a like a hbo max show like look at euphoria like they'll still like someone will still say something weird about having sex with someone on their period or it'll just be something so seemingly ordinary and throwaway but it keeps reinforcing this weird like it's it's more conditioning and i don't know what it's for like it's like taking away everything from everything that like we're becoming something that seemingly has never existed before i'm excited to be living through this apocalypse yes me too me too it feels it feels liberating slowly but surely you know um big mouth is doing a good job of like de-shaming unshaming it's hilarious (laughs) um there's actually just a whole episode that i watched about women's shame in general um on big mouth it was good so definitely recommend that um i don't know i really yeah i don't know do do you think you like is there is there a way to like energetically could you explain if there's any and again like when I say that it's such a loose term but like if you were trying to explain to someone the non-physical significance of them having a period or having their their menstrual cycle or their moon blood whatever they would refer to it as if you were trying to convince them almost like someone like pretend I'm I'm a 15-year-old girl, a very, very strange-looking one who, who's just... <laughs> um, and she's saying, like, but this feels horrible and I hate it and I just want to get on birth control so I don't have this anymore or something weird. You know what I mean? I don't know. Like, I don't know if that's even... Yeah, ignore me. But This was actually directly addressed in that same episode. I just referenced um and i think what i would really say maybe even to like my 15 year old self because yeah the pain sucks and it doesn't have to be there like let's just baseline there guys it doesn't have to be that way just because your generations of your families have been living that way for whatever reason it doesn't have to be that way these are just imbalances that we can like work out many different ways you know using modern medicine using indigenous technologies many different ways that this can be helped you know? So wait, wait, wait. They, so, so you don't have to actually, it doesn't have to hurt 
I don't know if that's what you're saying. No, yeah, that is what I'm saying. Yeah. That's another thing I learned was it doesn't have to be painful. Like it shouldn't be painful, but we have so far removed ourselves from the many different ways and knowledges that women have been building up for however long that we just we're remembering. And I really see, I don't know, maybe it's just because I was so steeped in this group. Um, I just see the future being very different. I see us really remembering these practices and the sacredness of this. Sacred because it's just something that's rooting, something that grounds you, something that's cyclical, something that keeps time for you in your body, something that continuously helps you cleanse spiritually and physically. Um, it's something that's just very sacred. It's literally a power. Like, I don't know how else to put it. It's a power. Like, you can reproduce, you know, if you bleed. And that's a whole being that you can create. That's whole life. Like, it is a portal. It's just scary how sacred that is. And if you don't want it, that's fine, too. You know, like, I, I was actually talking to a friend about this literally last night. They were like, sharing how it's they're still trying to come to terms with their body bleeding um and whether that's something they want to keep or not but they understand the sacredness of it so that's why they've kept it so long um i don't know i really just enjoy the process i really have come to love my bleeding time as a sacred time um and now getting to learn and get to know myself through all of the other phases that happen throughout the 28 to 30 days it's vastly changing my outlook and my outlook in general has been very has been shifting over the past couple years three years and I want to live cyclically I want to live in those spirals you know I don't want like I have a business that I'm like trying to gestate right now um And the reason I'm taking my time and sitting slowly with it is because I'm not on capitalism's time. I'm not on the patriarchal time. I know that my work will be shown to me. I know that there will be opportunities for me to step into. Um, And I want to model that business in a cyclical way where the days that I'm bleeding, maybe I'm not working. Or if I am, let it be light work and let the people I'm working with know where I'm at energetically. You know? that's so that's so just home and how is that i'm not trying to like throw no, please. under the bus but how is that not a thing it like, should be <laughs> someone is dumb someone is it's good that they're dumb because you're gonna well john did say that you know big words and read books so <laughs> he's always telling me to teach him how to read it's taking yeah. taking a long time <laughs> He seems to be quite skilled at it now. He's able to <laughs> mail me miniature bales of hay. So uh, I don't know. That was still me. <laughs> oh, that does that? I have a really weird question to ask. Does that come with my sister's name on it? Uh, I did not check. I did okay, not, that's I was okay. Very excited, and when Xander, oh, I, good. When Xander opened it, he was like, "What the heck is this?" <laughs> You're like, I don't I don't think this is for me. This might be for you. <laughs> you didn't get it at first. But, uh, it's okay, so this is it's interesting because a lot of as I've 
Okay, so I guess coming from fighting and from coaching, I somehow, mm-hmm. when I started training, I was 17. So uh, when I would train with pros, they would mostly be women. Like the coach would be like, oh, spar with the girls as though like that would be I like see. I'm still a challenge for them because I'm a man, but I suck to spar with the other pro men. So I should. And then they would destroy me because they were world champion women, grown yeah. women with full bone density and lives and some of them had kids so they definitely had been through more than I had <laughs> but <laughs> but in re- in being slapped to near death by them and when I say slapped I mean sometimes when we'd be clinching and there were no gloves on they would literally slap me and tell me to go harder because I was being a baby so I, I had a, I'm saying this so people know that these types this is a type of woman that exists and it's the t- a type of woman that formed me at one point in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, but I noticed something when I was training with them, none of them had, none of them bled at all because their body fat yeah. was so low mm-hmm. and they talk about it and no one was happy about it. They were like, I don't because really... Because it throws you off, dude. Like, yeah, it really... It... At least if you're connected to it in any shape or form, like, it really... I was on an IUD for four years, and towards the end of it, I felt like I was going crazy because I no longer knew where the fuck I was in my cycle. Why my hormones... Was I acting crazy because I was in this part or not? I lost myself. And it's it's interesting that you're saying you knew, like you didn't know you were losing yourself at the time of getting it correct like the right. one but then oh, I, no, I, yeah, you're I but you're four you definitely had you perceived the loss of knowing what was going on so it's like it's like one of those things like like even for me now in retrospect i'm like whoa those women seemed like they were spiritually disturbed by that but at the time i didn't understand why they seemed disturbed by losing their period and then as coaching as i can i feel very weird saying period so i'm gonna switch what is the (laughs) thing to say menstruating moonstruating moon blood moon time bleeding moon blood is you can say bleeding just like you know yeah bleeding is better because like anyway bleeding so i i think and even with the female fighters I've coached and then they've been like, oh, I need to get to low body fat so I don't get my period or my, my I don't bleed. And I'm like, you don't, wait, what? You don't want that. That's just a byproduct of low body fat. And some of them now, like, this is weird to say because I'm calling out a whole industry, but they're encouraged when I say they, I mean female fighters that bleed monthly due to having uterine lining inside of their body. <laughs> People are encouraged by their coaches to drop body fat so they don't have a cycle anymore and they can train and fight any time of the month, any time. But And I, that's a that's a choice though, you know, like that yeah. is a valid choice. But but I'm noticing that the fighters who don't drop to that because drop for a female body to drop to that low level of body fat you have to do things that are natural and some of those things i've noticed compromise athletic performance and mm-hmm. also in 
put you in neurological danger because your brain is not dehydrated, but to get to those low levels of body fat, there's less, I guess you are technically dehydrating yourself and the ketogenic dieting and various other things that people have to do to get to that, that uh, where your hormone profile changes. I'm trying to think of what the activating hormone is right now that gets like completely stopped when your body fat's low. And I don't want to say the wrong one, but regardless, I'm noticing that high level, like female fighters don't need to have super low body fat, like especially in like in boxing and Muay Thai, they don't really, but in the Western women's fighting, which is mostly MMA, it's mm-hmm. uh sorry i have to get biscuit to stop barking no bark biscuit bark i'm just kidding <laughs> okay she has been subdued yeah uh, i hear <laughs> hi biscuit <laughs> xander is an online school right now nice um okay so i'm just noticing that that low body fat thing like you don't need to always be ready to fight because you don't need to be some kind of slave to the promoter you need to be if you're an athlete why would it only happens to female athletes because male athletes don't even have this thing so they're treated like fight donkeys and they're just like oh yeah you have a fight saturday you can fight on saturday fight next saturday fight but with women they're like First, the coaches are mostly men, and then we subject women to the ridiculous, like not specialized training that's just designed not for their bodies, and then it's not periodized combined with their cycle and respect. So it's like (laughs) it sounds weird. Like, I think that if people, like, if those female athletes were more in touch with their cycle, I found their bleeding i feel like it would help mm-hmm. their training itself like the, it would change everything because you would know yourself in a different way and i think like i don't know where i was going with this it's just a rant about you're just fighters. you're just speaking truth you're just speaking truth <laughs> um what was the thing before this though um... oh the I, okay so the iud oh yes so many people are like using the, I don't know what the correct verb is but are on IUDs yes or well are using birth control but of different types mm-hmm. would you say and this is like this is obviously a weird question for <laughs> not because we're talking like we're outside society but both of us are within it but it seems like birth control existing is a good thing but it seems like the way it's been used to change how people perceive the value of their own sex, that's kind of, and I'm starting to become more aware of it with the more, with the deeper my practice gets and the more, the more clients I have who are on birth control and it affects who and how they interact with people and who, and the frequency in which I dare say they get hurt also. I'm yeah. wondering, how do you feel about that? Like, do you think it's, is it a thing? Am I imagining it? 
That it's a good thing, that it's an option, yes. The way that it has been, what's the word? Oh, fuck, I'm blanking on the word. Um, and the way that it has been dispersed, the way that it has been. I was going to say baklava, but that's a different <laughs> dessert. So, never mind. That's not so good. That's not so good. Um, yeah, the way that it has been dispersed, I guess, is just not. Again, we forget the indigenous technologies that existed before, you know, that serve the same purpose in a much gentler way. Snack. Now I have to get snack to stop barking. Okay, he stopped. Thanks, bud. What kind of dog is snack for the audience? He is shaped like a beagle-ish. But he's white with like black spots all over, kind of Dalmatian y, but he has the ears of a chihuahua. <laughs> I, mean, I feel like we should. Sorry, I'm choking. Because I. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm considering no longer combusting cannabis. <laughs> And switching to maybe only edibles. Mm, that's a good way of life. It just seems very complicated. I feel like edibles is just harder with the timing and smoking is just... I, I get you. There's also like... Do you just want to stop smoking in general? It no, is an inflammatory. I, I just... I can't... I'm having like weird... Like my rib stuff is going on and I'm having some kind of chest stuff. Oh my God. I have so many questions about your health as a, like, (laughs) 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 not here. (laughs) Out of just curiosity, mind you, like what's going on with you, but no, (laughs) not here. (laughs) No, I've been pretty public about it because I'm noticing that like, um, at first, people didn't believe that there was anything wrong with me because I was working at a gym and still coaching fighters. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, this is, I'm in some type of trauma state. Wait till I quit and see what happens. And I kept saying that for <laughs> my family too. I said, wait till I quit. You knew what was coming. My, Holy my whole, I said, my whole body's going to collapse. I'm not You're like, you don't know do how anything. long I've been keeping this rickety thing alive, y'all. Well, the, the crazy thing is, I hadn't worked in fitness or in fighting for two years or th- no, not two years, <laughs> three years before I I was in this horrible relationship. So I wasn't even working out. I hadn't worked out in three years, basically. And then my mom came because I begged her to and got me out of the strange relationship situation I was in that I couldn't get out of, but I needed her help to. Ashley got me out of it the same week that my ex moved out. I got a job training at an MMA gym. And I'm like, oh, guys, I'm going to be your coach. And I showed up at the gym. I bought uh-huh. fight shorts that day and all this, <laughs> this new stuff on Amazon and acted like it was old, like just like crumpled it up a little bit. Yeah, you like ran it over <laughs> with your car real quick. <laughs> and then I acted like I had been training this whole time. So it seemed like I'd been training for 20 years because I was showed up as a like a 29 year old, a 30 year old person like, oh, damn, you've been 
coaching since you were 20, huh? I'm like, like, yeah. Yeah, Mm -hmm. no breaks. Mm -hmm. Ready to throw up. I started just like (laughs) doing the whole thing and then not realizing that I'm not that person anymore. And my body was definitely not ready. So I don't even know. Like right now, doctors don't, I'm supposed to do some imaging because Mm -hmm. like my ribs hurt, but they shouldn't, there's no trauma, there's no reason for my ribs to hurt, but they hurt in a way that like, I can't really, I can't lay on my side. I can't, I can't get, be hugged if I'm laying on my back. They're that tender and Mm. they don't know what it is. And they thought it was costochondritis, mm-hmm. but it's been like five months. So mm. it's starting to get a little worrying, but I think I'm getting a CAT scan soon and some blood work to see if it's something to do with that. But I really can't figure it out. Like I have a theory it might be coming from my spine because I have so many. Yep. Uh, <laughs> <Just> yep. <laughs> I have uh, so much stuff there. That And I noticed that there's like the left side of my ribs hurt more than the right side. And I have more damage on the left side than the right. And then I noticed that there's like when there used to be pain in my spine on this one spot on the left side. And as I have gotten the rib pain, that spine pain disappeared as though it like moved a little bit mm-hmm, or something. Mm-hmm. So I'm sus about that. What is your... Mm-hmm. I don't know, but that seems like a good hypothesis. You know your body best. I've always wondered about your spine. <laughs> John, <laughs> yes. John knew so much. John knew that it was so bad. I feel like he doesn't realize, but he tried to get me to quit fighting so much while we were training. He was like, you know, your back doesn't seem good. I could always fight instead <laughs> of you. I was like, what? What we acted like we were in a war. <laughs> it made no sense. Oh my god. Y'all crack me up, that's all. Oh, oh you guys were so happy. Uh, anyway, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Where were we? I was gonna tell you about a dream, but that was unnecessary. No, you can tell yes, go tell me about it. Was, it was just a very nice dream the other day that I had where you you guys finally like met up in person and you guys were just like so happy. I saw like his aura change. Like, I got to see your aura change, and you guys just like sat down on a couch and like started talking. And I could just see like the auras changing into like this joyful, happy dance of like just being reunited. So it was very sweet to to see in my dream too. I am. I feel like at this point, I'm so and I'm able to talk to you about it. And we're talking. I'm not even. I'm not seeing anything slightly different than I would if we were speaking in private. Mm-hmm. nothing is even slightly different i don't know Same. if you like differently <laughs> secretly do you say bro and stuff i do, do like- say bro dude i drop them all the time but no i'm not speaking any differently than i would do, in private. do you, wait do you swear a lot more yeah 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 that yes <laughs> okay, i can't see that i can't i was like wait you're married to john this doesn't check out Oh, no, I, I I don't know why. I just had the impression that this is probably more family-friendly than what I could. And I it still fell out. So if you hear me stutter at well, any point, it's probably because I'm holding back a curse word. I thought it was family-friendly. And then I had my friend Kat on eight times. And Kat says, says the F word. 
every three three to nine seconds. So we've had nine episodes of that. So you're you and Kat would get along. That's a good episode idea. I listened to one. I think I listened to like the second one with Kat. I haven't gotten to listen. Doctor Carey though, a gem. Uh, I I I don't know what he is. I'm scared. Hold on. Once I found out he was he was Canadian, I said, oh. Like, that this explains, explains everything. <laughs> I was just, I, I realized I didn't know if it was Xander's lunch break yet. Yeah. Online school is weird, but. I can't imagine it. I'm really excited to see the ramifications of this entire pandemic on like the schooling generations. Just, just even in three years, three, five years. I mean, I feel like we, he was in in-person school, but then like a few weeks ago, there was like a weird school shooting incident thing, oh, shit. like a, like a school shooter, but then they couldn't find the shooter, but they had the school on lockdown and were like, not letting us get the kids out, which I was like, why wouldn't you just let me die? Like, I just, you're right. It's my choice. But yeah, anyway, it was. <sighs> and in that moment, like, um, I think previously, like, Xander's mom hadn't been open to homeschooling because she felt the social aspect of school was important. But I think in that moment, realizing that we live in a state with, like, in a country with militarized police and laws that don't prevent that prevent us from protecting Xander, we kind of have to play like create more variables that would allow us to protect him than ones that would put people who have the authority to stop us in the way like Mm -hmm. it seems insane like even even just medically i'm starting to realize that you need your child to have a doctor who like is a strong advocate for patient rights as opposed to has like six pending lawsuits against them correct and like because at any given time anything can happen and now it's weird that even i'm I'm at a point where I used to be worried about being on lists and stuff because I was, I was like always TSA was like checking if there were things in my butt all the time. Like people ask me, I feel like my family when they listen to this, they're like, why does he always say he's like sexually experimented? Mostly because of TSA. Mostly, (laughs) mostly TSA. I'm so sorry though. They started it. They started it. Let's blame TSA. And they, they have they have all they're just inappropriate i i came out do you hear that noise yeah the, the tribal drumming yes it's xander drumming with his hands and his feet while in an online class staring me right in the eyes i'm a little scared <laughs> to go back inside oh my god this is just his uh his warning dance like he's, he's coming for you <laughs> yeah i think he's just it's weird it seems like somehow like even though uncle john has not been present physically here he somehow raised xander it seems the like word that just... i like to use is imprinted yes something happened oh uh, you know what i i honestly believe that because yeah. they spent so much time together and it was like it, I've never Xander's never gotten along with anyone like John, and it's funny because at that time, John was like, we were both listening to a lot of Future, 
like I'll <laughs> <laughs> No. Oh dear God. I don't know what I expected you to say, but that, that makes absolute sense. We were hey, like, I hate the misogyny, but I'm here for the fire ass beats. It was it was prime time, future time and like the in the twenty sixteen, twenty fifteen, uh I was I, <laughs> I was obviously not thinking correctly, but I just think it was funny that I feel like John and I have literally driven to Xander's preschool to pick him up while listening to Future. <laughs> that sounds accurate based it's, on what I've heard. It was good, good times. We were playing a lot of video games too. And I was training for a fight that ended up destroying my spine because uh, it was a very toxic time. We should, we should get into it more in like, yeah. there's, but See, I'd the, be so interested spiritually why you just like decide to destroy your spine. Like what have you done in past lives? You know? I honestly it's When's not your birthday? Me. No way, it's not me. It's a it's a generational thing. And my dad has I mean. a bad back and my grandfather had a bad back. And what have you guys been carrying for so long that you refuse to put down? Dude, there they we have done okay i'll just i'll just say even one <laughs> i'll just say one of them my and this is like my grandfather who's passed who my i revere as like he's basically like a formative xander looks exactly like him it's horrifying he looks like oh it's God. like my grandfather wake <laughs> you said horrifying and i was like How because <laughs> because because xander looks like it's uncanny the the resemblance is like they're like wait whose son are you Sandra just said, Mama Mia. Let's see what happened. <laughs> oh, the, the tortoises knocked down the side of their enclosure. They want to go outside. But you I have get... tortoises? I feel like it's weird that I haven't told you this. But yes, we have two tortoises. One is called Citrus. One is called <gasps> Chuck Nut. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I told you, we Jonathan and I were talking about getting tortoises a while. Like, not tortoises, plural, but like, we, okay, so we would like to move out into the sweet desert of AZ at some point. And I was like, dude, what if we get tortoises? <laughs> He's like, I would love that because we could actually hang out with them outside, out there. It seems like the perfect weather for a tortoise. You know what's, you know what's crazy? Xander's, Xander's mom was talking about like, what, and this is my ex-wife and someone who I don't make any kind of plans with. We co-parent very civilly, but like we're not like we're not hangout friends or anything. Like, Understood. Um, and she's married, and they ha- like there's a whole different thing going on. But they want to move to Washington at some point in the future. And yeah. Xander's only been there for one week, and he's like, "Oh yeah, it's so." It's so much cooler than Arizona weather-wise. I'm like, bro, you don't. It's like when I went to Chicago for a week when I ha- and then thought it was a super nice place. And then I moved there and almost died every four days. They said, surprise, bitch. Literally. literally it was. If someone had told me that you can't get off the bus at certain 
I didn't know that, dude. The first, I still am not over it. I'm still traumatized. Because if you if you realize what an idiot I was, I got off a bus. I took the, I was supposed to go to Pilsen, but I went south some other way. Like I went, I went still south, but like Where too far south. Up? Yeah. I don't know, but I got okay. out. I got off the bus and I saw a group of humans wearing tank tops. And they were all, we could call them wife beaters. And they were all white. And I was like, oh, a group of people wearing the same clothes. What a novelty. Let me walk up to them and see what's happening here. Oh, hater. (laughs) (laughs) As I'm walking towards them, the bus driver starts honking and opens the bus door and i just like i'm like well he's like get in get in get in get so i just get back on the bus because why would this old black guy yell at me so much to get back in the bus so then i get back in the bus and then he just keeps driving the bus and all the guys in the wife beaters are looking at me and i guess i'm pretty sure they were beating someone up in the middle of the group the large people but i didn't i thought it was some type of like they're like, just hanging out. Maybe like... they're. I don't know. It seemed like a movie. You were, I'd never you were been youth. to Chicago. You were youth. You were young. You you were learning. Oh God. Yes. And then oh. I was like, oh, large groups of people in matching clothes is a gang. <laughs> now I know. And then if and if it's two large groups of people, then it's two gangs. Oh my God, that feels very <laughs> like Buddha stepping out of his enclosure for the first time. <laughs> It was like, you know, (laughs) I was pretty privileged. I'm not going to lie in that, like, you don't have I never had. I'd been in dangerous situations, but in Pakistan, it's like the danger is so like it's there for everyone. So you don't it's not Mm. like specialized. It's not like the danger doesn't discriminate, bro. Yes. <laughs> what, was that? what was, was that your street voice no i don't know <laughs> is, that, is, that the, is that the version of you with a teardrop tattoo absolutely absolutely <laughs> no i'm not gonna go down the rabbit hole i absolutely the, could we're not doing it <laughs> the, the first time some someone's in jail overnight and then they're sitting on the bottom bunk and your head pops out dear god Um, it's so weird you're like the since you know about energy stuff and i don't really know about it but i feel it you do you know but but i don't know what like i just read this book about reiki and it was so weird because it describes like actual things and i don't know those actual things but i can tell the feelings like i know what it I know what it feels like, but I don't That's actually. That's all it is. Right. <laughs> but, but you and John have the exact, it's like almost like, well, we are all the same person. Like we're the same, uh-huh. like drawn from the same source and we're put in different bodies. But there's like, how, you guys are outputting at like such a similar frequency that my body feels almost identical to when I'm talking to John, which is scary. <laughs> because i'm like because you both also didn't grow up together or know each other so there's like a different set of variables led to both of you outputting the same frequency which is still different but feels similar i don't know mm-hmm. no i appreciate that 
Oops. Yeah. Yeah, we also live together, you know. So like, <laughs> we rub off on each other. <laughs> I guess that's... Wait, do you... Wait, I'm trying to think of something. Wait, do you... Are you watching any TV shows right now or playing any video games or doing any type of media-related activity? Like currently or in general? I guess consumption-related. Not right this second, but in general. Understood. Am I watching anything? I don't really... I haven't played video games. Right now I'm trying to work on a moon puzzle that's a lot harder than I thought it was going to be. I am currently not watching anything. I listen to a lot of sound frequencies. Um, And in terms of listening... I finally played Mariah Carey, All I Want for Christmas is You, for the first time today. I held off long enough. I'm going to enjoy it thoroughly for the rest of the month. Um, And as for shows, we've been, and we, because I usually watch TV with, like, Jonathan. um, I, we've been watching different stuff here and there. I know we watch, like, Werewolf, uh, that Werewolf movie on Disney+. Plus. Um, Yeah, that was good. But we've been really, it was great. Uh, we've been stuck on this show called Acapulco Shore. So it's basically Jersey Shore, but hey, in Mexico. Hey, hey, I know what you're talking about because I've seen it. Do you really? What? I, I'm sick. I'm a sick freak. What the? I, you were- <laughs> I'm a sick, disgusting Holy human. Holy shit. You were the and first person. Oh, my wait, God. Wait, it's about to get weirder. Please. <laughs> Have you seen All Star Shore? We watched Super Shore. All Star is on the list. Okay, All Star has some people from from the show that you're from Alcapulco. Well, we're like eight, we're seven to eight seasons deep. Um, We've watched the three offshore offshoot seasons of like Super Shore, which was set in Europe and Spain. Um, But it had people from Acapulco. It had people from Acapulco Shore. And we've sure. I now listen to some of the music from the people from Acapulco Shore because they all make music. Um, so that's where I've been. And I was never a reality TV person. So this is this is my first like real dive into it. And it just feels like these people gave voices and words to the voices and words that already existed in my head. Yes, that's what I, I feel like basically. But okay. Maybe that's one show. <laughs> but no, no, that's one show. But some reality shows, I don't think those are the voices in my head. Because I recently watched The Kardashians for the first time on Hulu. Uh-huh. Like, the, like I'd never seen Keeping Up with The Kardashians, but I, mm. I watched this one. And it's literally horrifying. Like I it, can't handle that. I can't. It's so scary that, like, even for me, I know this sounds, this is going to sound very strange. As a as someone who's been had to go up and down and wait and train people and do that for most of my life, mm-hmm. their bodies seem scientifically like like they they look like they're in pain. I can't. Yeah. I don't know how a human can move in that way and have the weight distributed the way they do artificially and then be comfortable. It's I have a feeling they're dealing with chronic pain all the time. Oh, that's a good guess. Like, oh, and then, sorry, this is a random Kardashians rant, but I was watching (laughs) like an episode where this neurologist is doing like a, 
CAT scan or he does an MRI of their brain and then he's looking at it and he goes, ah, yes, this is very bad. And uh, like one freaking Kylie Jenner or one the, yes, one of the young, the I'm pretty sure, wait, no, I don't know which one it was. Yeah, one of them. Wait, no, it's one, this is not to be disrespectful, but one of them goes, oh, what does it mean? And then he shows Khloe Kardashian, her own brain, this old doctor, male doctor, points out and says, ah, yes, this is the trauma. This is the childhood trauma. <laughs> no. And then <laughs> by looking at the structure of her, her brain, and then somehow, so then the other one goes, the younger sister goes like, oh, so what does that mean? And he goes, she needs me. <laughs> what the? <laughs> like, what are you going to do, doctor? Are you going to go to her brain and like, D, like, are you going to reprogram the? How are you going to change the structure of her brain that you've seen the trauma in? Like, what are you talking about? Like, he, it seemed like they're actually crazy people, and they have these old men telling them what to do with their bodies. It's like almost like where are the old women doctors? Oh dear God! No, you're right. No, that's they're much too creepy for me. I really, I give them none of my energy as little as possible. Um. Yeah, I'm. They they gross me out in many ways. Yeah, they, well, they definitely have enough energy. That's someone's that's giving them energy. Like, many people, and I'm not one of them. Do you think they're witches? In their own ways, sure. Well, yeah. Well, wait, we wait. should we should have started with defining. But I do. Do you think they're practicing? Last question before you. Yes, go. please. No, I I have offerings to make before I go as well. Go ahead. Where are you going next? I am going to go into work at Energy and work with a client for an hour. And when you say work with a client, what kind of work is that? Oh, massage. Okay. So if people are in Chicago and need a a genius type of energy, (laughs) ninja, Jesus, (laughs) mother, uh, I was going to say, you know, that what's that the Mexican church that is like, it's like the skeleton lady church. It's like a cult. Santa Muerte. Yeah, that's my favorite. I do one. love her. She's my yeah. girl. I knew it. <laughs> See? <laughs> anyway. You said it very Ramdas right there. <laughs> I didn't mean it in a bad way, but no, no, no. So I guess if people, I will link your Instagram in the the podcast link, and we'll do more episodes like this. And I feel like now that you've done an episode, now John will Jonathan will be more likely to do his second episode. Yeah. I want to now that we said Jonathan. I want to say one thing because he always say it like this, Jonathan. <laughs> but it was just I had to, to do it. whenever he would imitate a certain family member. He would say Yanitin. I know which family <laughs> member, and I hear it, and you did it perfectly. Oh my god! He's, oh my god! He's done that voice so much. It's so it's much. Well, okay. Well, um, thank you. Wait, no, wait, wait. No, you can say whatever. Would you like, yeah, please link all my stuff. 
Um, yeah, just DM me if you need a massage. And like, you can also go through Energy, which is the other place I work at. And I also work at um, Ida Ancient Bath, which is super bougie, very nice. Oh, feel free to drop my name, say you're a friend. People will treat you nicer. Um, and uh, what else? Oh, but for me personally, just DM me if we want to book anything. Um, yes. And uh, Would just, you, just yeah. I'm putting this as a placeholder here because the internet is is a crazy place. We have uh, private ogre security on retainer, so uh-huh. no one creepy try to get a massage. Just don't. It's not a good idea. Oh, the don't worry. Are, um, don't do it. I'll punch are... you in the genitals without a no. second of a doubt. <laughs> the ogres, let us... <laughs> You're, you're just like John, you and him and genital punching. It's a whole thing, you guys. You can't it's you can't be safe around you guys. So <laughs> worrying. I, I can't disagree with that. Um <laughs> always wear a cup. <laughs> that is the, like... the the motto here, yes. <laughs> Wait, before you go, I was going to offer, would you like a oracle card? And then do you have any, would you like to do a, a quick pendulum question where you don't even have to say them out loud? Yes. This is always how oh I my end God. my phone calls with my friend Fabi, who's also now in Arizona. And it just feels very closure. Yes. No, I definitely, I, I need the oracle card. Okay. Do you have anything specific in mind? You can ask out loud or not. Yes. The question I guess I'm wondering is, is are things going as well as I think? <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> that is the question. That is, that is all I need to know. Because I know the thing... Before I would ask something dumb like, "Are you watching?" or like, "I," but I know the thing is there now at all times. The good, this, the this, giant this mother power source uh, being thing. <laughs> I, in in another episode, I called it uh, "genderless dancing elephant, naked elephant," and then someone messaged me in the responses to the podcasting. It's not a genderless elephant. That's it. it nothing else. But nothing else. Just like, like, it's definitely not a genderless elephant. But it is. Yeah. To the questions we received, my cards are uh, Mesoamerican Oracle cards, which I've fallen in love with. I'm truly, I used to read tarot, but it felt really dense some days and I just wanted clarity. And so once I found these, I'm so happy with them. Um, but the card you got was Itzquintli, which is serve as a mentor. Uh, your ancestors feel you are ready to serve as a guide, coach, mentor, or teacher for others. If you're already serving in this capacity, take it to a new level or consider mentoring or coaching others in areas that you are passionate about. People feel, people feel safe and open uh, and open up to you rather naturally. Put this gift into practice in a way that feels easy and graceful for you. If you do, you will continue to benefit, learn in unexpected ways, and new favorable pathways will open up to you. Isquintli do- means dog in Nahuatl. Dogs were believed to act as guides in the afterlife. 
Tawny colored dogs were buried with the deceased as it is believed that they were able to transport the deceased to the underworld. In their human creation myth, Leyenda de dos Soles, Legend of the Sons, Xolotl and Ejecatl Quetzalcoatl's canine animal guide rescued him from a ditch and enabled him to take bones to, I'm going to butcher this, Tamuan Chan, a space of creation to ensure the creation of humans. The North, the space of the ancestral medicine and wisdom, presides over the Esquintli and asks us to guide or mentor others. I, I know. <laughs> I'm just going to put this out there. I told you she was a real witch. Everyone. <laughs> I said it. I've been saying it. And it's and it's in alignment with with the whatever creepy god you think doesn't like witches. That one actually he's like one of those you know like the weird people who like who who sit next to you at church but then at home they wear like around the whole day on their neck those people <laughs> that's <laughs> that's what god thinks about witches so even if publicly he's telling you for some reason that he doesn't like them and being weird just just check with him more and or it and you'll find out that that maybe he's not even a he guys i'm just just saying it's definitely not let's just say that i'm sorry <laughs> no thank you you can't you know, you... when i say it dude when i say it oh my god you know i have i'm just gonna do this <laughs> this crazy accent because i have a lot of people who talk to me like this because i i'll, I'll post like yeah so i'll say god is definitely not a he and then dot 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 that's it on my instagram story i get voice notes what does the quran say he's a he why <laughs> screaming someone in their voice notes about the quran screaming at me why does it look why does it they say exist he? too they they exist too i'm not saying you know like but god is the personification of what we make him no no and, and to each their own gods always always and they all exist to some degree but you define who you they are who what that is for you like for me that ain't it for me god is love be. and change you know like <laughs> how, can, how can god be a guy guys make things like buffalo wild wings obviously god is not a man be i know buffalo wild wings is very good I you know. heard it you heard it in my head i said but beat is pretty fire though i, I know but <laughs> wait okay. hater, okay, so hater, hooters, hater. Hooters, hooters. Hooters to to Heather. <laughs> that's um, that's a that's a better example of something that God would not make, but a man made. But God made because God is weird sometimes and shows up in a man body and does Trump stuff because that's also God, which is disturbing. Right, right. Pause. Like, sorry. Pause. Would you like to ask any questions to the pendulum before I go? Yes. Are these yes or no questions? Yes. Correct. Do I need to go faster? You already know the answer to this. But no. what if it says yes? It says no. It uh -oh. immediately was like, uh -oh. nope. Uh -oh. okay. <laughs> okay. Do I need to keep going at the same pace? Yes. Okay. I feel relieved. Oh, wait. 
Wait, can I ask a crazy question? If there's anything you don't even want to say out loud, that's perfectly fine. It no, I, I want to say it out loud. So Go for it either way. But it's super weird. Is the person whose intentions I'm unsure about safe? Yes. Oh, what are you doing? <laughs> I don't know what's happening. Okay, okay. One more question. One more question. Yeah. Should I try the different thing I'm trying to do with Xander today? Yes. We're doing less screen time. Yesterday we did none. Wow, that's really impressive. I have to whisper because he can hear me. (laughs) (laughs) yeah but i honestly i have i don't have as many questions as i thought i would but i'm actually happy because for some reason i've just like i feel very at peace after talking to you because now i know i kind of i mention you and john a lot to people and i meant i say john's wife because i feel like we aren't like, we don't know each other through a first degree, like, in a, you know what I mean? Dude, but, this is the first time we've yes. ever talked. Like, I, it, to me, that's, it's crazy. Because we've talked in, like, other ways, like, here and there. But, like, this is the first time I actually, like, interact with you. Yeah, it's weird. It feels it's very, weird. it feels normal. Yeah. It's, it's just, I totally, I'm just so glad you went and John. I'm glad you didn't just meet and know each other and partake in some kind of strange earthly dating ritual because whatever you guys did seems like it went against all traditions or all societal expectations and it's just like the product is something so different and amazing that like i'm so glad it happened and you did it same trust me same. <laughs> no, trust me. Trust me. I'm happy. I'm more happy than you about your relationship. You I'm the man here. I'm so happy about your love. And, and with that, goodbye. hater, I will punch you in the genitals and get off. <laughs> <laughs> For that one comment, this is, you're doing so great. <laughs> Had to go there. I'm just kidding. This, this is, I, I feel like this is like, oh, by the way, is it okay if your last name is on the podcast or do you want to only go by your first name no last name is good i also go by the letter e i totally forgot that whoa wait what yeah so people don't have to say because i've also like as we were saying like people making people learn how to say my name but i also like honor the sacredness of my name can't handle it that's fine or if you just don't or if e is easier that makes me happy too like i'm happy to be e also, someday when someone asks you your name, you should throw a jug of water at them. <laughs> One of these days. That's how I'll meet you. <laughs> Whenever we meet in person. It's Expect just, nothing less. <laughs> I feel like you, there's an equal amount of my like bodily suffering associated with me hanging out with you and John. There's genital punching and water throwing. <laughs> it's like the same. Like John said, this was far behind him. He said 2016, John. And bodily injury was no longer part of our wheelhouse, but you're telling me otherwise. Look, it's it's look. 
<laughs> it can be both, okay? <laughs> we are a holistic family here, except accepting of all. <laughs> yeah, I guess, I guess now I know what I should look at. I'll bring all the protective equipment necessary to Chicago. There you go. I'll, I'll make Precisely. sure Xander has his stuff. Oh, too. no, no. Xander is sacred. He is, he is not to be touched. <laughs> oh. oh. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I, I i'm really thankful for this thank you thank it, you dude it's and we have to now i'll just harass you for when the next one is and it could be tomorrow even or something whenever you're free next and then you and john can do one too jonathan jonathan jonathan, jonathan. <laughs> okay dude i'm gonna sign off have a good okay. rest of your day take Bye. care thank Bye. You.